You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you, the proud face said that I must eat this pie? Have you had difficulty accessing your green dreams? Have they become hazy, like trying to see a dragon through mist? Come to Green Seers of Westeros Support Group, where we try and see the future together, but we'll probably be wrong. Take heart, though. It will all end horribly, no matter what. But you might get a smoothie out of it, or a tree root through the eye. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 28, season 5, Speculation Minisode. I'm Megan. I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jess. So first, we just want to mention that we're going to be at the Philadelphia Renaissance Fair in May, and Rachel, tell us the details. Oh, I can totally tell you the details. Let me just pull these up right now. Here we go. <laughs> uh, on, on May 16th, we're going to be at the Philadelphia Renaissance Fair. It's a new run fair uh, that's actually in Philadelphia. It's not the one that's like, you know, out in the boonies uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, you can find out about it. It's at phillyrenfair.com. Uh, we're going to be there on May 16th. And I'm really excited about it because we're going to get to meet the mountain. 3.0. Yeah. 3.0. 3.0. <laughs> yeah. Current, what, he's like the strongest Viking. He just won that. He just beat that record, that 3,000-year-old record or whatever. Lifting a tree or something. Yeah, he lifted a tree and, like, carried it around. So Impressive. Yeah, I'm actually And we're going to get our picture with him. Yeah, we're going to get our picture with him. I'm kind of terrified because he could, <laughs> like, literally put his thumbs through our eyeballs. Dude, he can well, bench press we... you. <laughs> only if we run up screaming at him, you raped her, you murdered her, you killed her children. Maybe I'm I should sure leave my spear at him. home. I, I'm sure people do that to him and he's just like, what? What? <laughs> Watch him be like an expert oh on God. the books, guys, and he'll understand all your references. I hope so. That's terrifying. That'd be hilarious and amazing. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. Yes, but you too can meet the mountain. They have a bunch of different uh, packages that are, you know, anywhere from I think like forty bucks. You get a T-shirt and 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 like a poster and everything, and uh, you can also buy like crazy uh, expensive packages that allow you to like shoot a film with him. So what? yeah, we're not doing I just that. Want, but... We should do the workout. The workout. Yeah, you can work out <laughs> with him, which is terrifying. Do you think that the workout involves just like chopping people's heads off, like in? Uh... <laughs> The, the scene where Cersei comes to find him or whatever he's doing slaughtering oh, people. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> my right? workout is going to be watching you guys work out with him. I'll, I'll We're not working, not out, with working out with him. That, I can, that, I'm getting like an asthma attack just thinking about that. <laughs> and you don't even have asthma. <laughs> she does have asthma. Oh, you know? <laughs> there you go. Oh lord. Anyway, so yeah, if you were, you know, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more when it gets closer to the date, but May 16th, we'll, we'll be there. So if you want to hang out with Fire and Lunch and or the Mountain, although I think we're cooler, you can totally go. <laughs> but yeah, if we're you're more in... more accessible. And we like to you're... keep your eyeballs. Yeah, that too. So if you're in the area, even if you're not going to the Renaissance Fair, let us know and maybe we'll do like a little meetup in Philadelphia. Yeah. That could be fun. So tonight's episode is going to focus on season five, and we've done other podcasts that have talked about speculation for season five. So we're not trying. We're going to try not to talk about the stuff we've already talked about, though. Yeah, <laughs> Who that, knows what will happen? Luck with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I thought before we kick off into like the topics that we want to cover, I thought we could just like get a general mood of the room to see how people are feeling now that we've started to see footage from season five and we're hearing interviews. So how are people feeling about season five so far? Crickets. Anyone? We're all trying to think of something nice to say. What? Okay, I'll start then. I'm actually pretty excited. I think I'm in the minority in the group, which is also why I'm hosting tonight's episode. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm excited. I think there. I'm actually looking forward to being able to separate it from the books. In I think it'll be interesting to actually watch it as an unsullied in some ways. And I've always not really had a big problem with separating things from the books, but I think it's actually going to be interesting to have new stuff going on. And as we'll talk about later, I'm super excited about the Northern storyline. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Megan. Like, I, I was actually kind of really, it's almost like a relief that we're separating very uh, clearly from the books. And I feel like I might be able to enjoy, enjoy it more. I, I hope I can. Well, sure, right. because you don't have that rage of like, that's not how it happened. Right, and I'm kind of cool if they kind of go off the rails and do crazy stuff. I just don't want it to be offensive. (laughs) So, we'll see. I think for me, this season I'm, like, still okay, because they're not going to go too far into the future of spoiler territory. And But they're diverting from the books enough where it is going to be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's still, like, based on the books this season. Next season, God only knows. I'm really excited for George Martin's snarky live journal post. <laughs> like the last one he wrote down. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. His weekly update. Um, I'm still writing and not going to cons because you all suck for yelling he's at not gonna, me. He's not going to be able to say anything about anything new because he can't conform, confirm or deny if it's going to be in the book. God, that's going to be really painful for him. He's going to be typing around the elephants in the room, you know? (laughs) Well, that's why I think he didn't do an episode for season five and why he's not doing one for season six. I know they're giving other reasons, but I think it's really that it kind of is weird that he would be writing the television adaptation of stuff that hasn't happened yet. I'm sure his publisher was like, no, he writes for (laughs) us before he writes for you. Yeah. (laughs) And Lauren? I don't know. I'm I'm just you know what? I've kind of been avoiding certain things. I've been like I know they they've been showing a couple of trailers and I haven't been watching them and I think that's because I'm doing a reread of the books at the moment, so I'm trying to keep them sort of separate, if that makes any sense. Um I don't know why I decided to start reading them just before the show starts because I'm going to be still reading them when the show starts up again. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, Yeah, terrible. terrible Okay, I didn't say I was to buy this bulb on the tree sometimes, Um, but yeah. So that that really was no answer to anything. So we'll just move on to the next thing. I do think that trailer, the second trailer, was actually really good though. I don't even remember it. it. Yeah, I don't know if I watched it. Did I watch it? It it was the one that had that Laura scene that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah. Oh right, that one. That one. I Sorry, I get really distracted. 
I know which one you're talking about, but I think I was more focused on the other things. Thing. Yes, other things. Okay, so moving on. So before we start talking about some of the stuff the show's gonna do, I we wanted to talk about the promotion for season five, which has been weird and a little erratic and not executed very well. Erratic. Which is very different from season one, which was done by Campfire, which was done better. So I'm kind of gonna let Jenny take over because I know she has a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> what my 16 paragraphs in the doc oh yeah D- don't hold, uh, don't hold back jen don't hold back i have to get up on my soapbox now <laughs> um i'll get to the ladder <laughs> so okay so obviously we're referring to the article interview thing that came out where the the company that's running the promotion for this year the woman said that they wanted to make the site campaign frustrating to fans on purpose and they wanted to make them feel violated, which was a very odd choice of words. Yeah. 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 Violated um, is a really poor choice Yeah. Of frustrated words. you can like, can you can talk away, but violated is a strong word. It really is. And it's, it's very strange to like come out and tell people that you, your goal was to piss off your fan base. It just seems like it. I mean, I get the idea that, you know, any buzz is good buzz or whatever, but I don't feel like you want the fan base ganging up on you. Yeah, I, feel I mean, like... Ga- Game of Thrones is not a Kardashian. It doesn't need it doesn't need <laughs> negative press over no press. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. So, after that article came out, there was, you know, we had a whole long email chain where we were reminiscing about season one promotion and what Campfire did. And I think what they did well was that they brought the fandom together and had them work together for a common goal that wasn't, I mean, some of the things were frustrating, but they were, there was a good reward at the end of it. You know, we got the, the John giving needle to Arya scene, which I know they fought for. We got, um, the the Tyrion at the and at the crossroads scene. We got a lot of really good stuff. I mean, of course, at the time we would have taken anything because <laughs> we were so starved for any bit of information about the show. And at this point, we're a little jaded. I mean, let's be real. Also, yeah. at the time you know I mean? we were we were, it was the majority of book fans. It wasn't well, right. It wasn't really. It wasn't the, the just the watcher. It was it was the book fans who had yeah. been waiting for. But this. I think that they knew that there was already an established fandom that could do a lot for them in terms of buzz if they engaged and that's who us. they were trying to reach. Yeah. when they were doing this, I mean, they sent the sent boxes out to you know people in the fandom or the influencers you know on the internet and had them make the videos to reveal the sent the different scents and the stuff inside the boxes, which was really cool. And, yeah, I mean, and the, the campfire stuff was not perfect. I mean, there were a lot of, you know, weird glitchy little things. I mean, I know the, the wall game, I got frustrated, <laughs> you know, trying to work because it didn't always work properly. And I know some of the, the puzzles were really frustrating to people who couldn't figure it out. But I mean, it it definitely brought people together. And, I mean, it brought us together, together, you guys. We wouldn't exactly. exist without that stuff. So, I mean, that that brings us to our, our most favorite thing that we will always forever love is the food, food trucks. trucks. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we gotta get that lunch. <laughs> Me exactly. and Megan would we'd be waiting at work for the, the 12 o'clock news the, the information to come out of where the truck was going to be that night. We were like, we're going, we're going. That was that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I think 
I mean, I think it's something that we've wished for every year since then. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it was just, it was a fun way to meet people, like, when you're standing online and, you know, get people to go out. And I, and I think at this point, you know, it's something that they could roll out across the country and it wouldn't have to just be in New York and L.A. Right. And I think it would be a lot of fun. And I mean, it's something that they could do, like, for the last season. I would yeah. hope that the maybe only, they bring that back. The only thing that I can think of why we haven't gotten that those types of promotions is because the fandom is so big now mm-hmm. that there, right. there'd be no way that they could handle the demand. Yeah, there's, one, there's one that, food truck and, that is not going to feed a no. lot. Right. I mean, yeah, you'd have to have more. But I mean, I think the other thing I, I was saying about this is that at this point in the show's you know history or whatever, like the show is promoting itself. They don't need to do a lot. It's just, this kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it just feels so lazy and feels manipulative and not in a good way, you know? And, it, I mean, it's interesting because we're past the halfway point in the show. We're kind of in the, you know, in our minds, like the decline because we're got, we're getting to the books where people are kind of iffy about it and then we're getting to new territory where we don't, you know, know where we're going. And... So it it's interesting that the promotion is sort of falling off because it, it felt like every year it would just get ramped up more and more and more. And, you know, they were having, you know, we had the Barclays premiere last year and this year, you know, nothing's happening in New York, which is interesting for us because we're like, wait, what about us? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about wild. me. We're so Exactly. Wild. I mean, we are. And it's been really nice living in New York and getting to do all of this fun stuff. And I've really enjoyed it. I but... just, you know, we did the IMAX thing and I thought that was just a test for... Uh, yeah, I thought for sure they were going to do something with the premiere, but apparently not. No. Um, and, you know, I mean, the... You know, I mean, obviously, my opinions on the poster this year are well documented, but I mean, that felt really lazy and recycled, you know, using, you know, scenes from images from last year. And, Which is yeah. what they did with the site, too. It was images from last year. It, it right. seems like it was lazy and, all around. But you then, know what I mean, it seemed to me? It seemed like that whole thing, the site, was just an excuse to get a bunch of people to download an app to their phone so that they could get data. And, like, that's just, like, weird... Like, that was the other thing. Like you couldn't, you could only view it on a mobile device. You couldn't view it on your computer. Yeah. You could only see it once, and there was nothing new in it, so no one really cared. Everyone just seemed to feel really apathetic about that campaign, and, and I don't think that that's something you want. No. And then when they came out and said we wanted you to feel, and I quote, violated, that just pissed me the fuck off. It's like, I'm I was already kind of eh about this whole thing to begin with because the site is pointless when brand isn't going to be in this next season. <laughs> Maybe they too. didn't know that when they pitched it. Who knows? Well, I, that's I mean, so I also think they were trying to, you know, capitalize on the the three eyed crow image from last year, so they didn't yeah, have to but, buy another one. But we're not going to hear about the three eyed crow at, in ten episodes, so it's. it's I don't it's think pointless. that they care. Right. Well, that's the thing. But, but I, mean, I think that that's they the had... problem. It's like they didn't care, and then we tell then they tell us that they wanted us to feel violated. It just feels so lazy. It's insulting. And it's like, it's almost, to me, it just struck me as the bully at school who picks on the geeks, like, ha ha ha, I'm going to pull the rug out from underneath it. That's well, what I it wonder if like. they were just well, trying to create like a false sense of scarcity where everyone signs up and then at a certain date, you're supposed to get this, but only, you know, get a, get a sneak peek, but only some people got it. And they did that on purpose so that when people started speaking on it, about it on the internet, you felt like you were missing out, you know, that FOMO. I, I think the idea. 
idea, the concept behind it was okay. I mean, and Megan mentioned this too, you know, the concept of it was fine. I just don't think it was executed well. I don't think the reward that you got for seeing it was very exciting because it was just a bunch of flashes of stuff you'd already seen and like the image of the doors like how many times do we see the image of the stupid doors from the house of black and white like that was the only new thing and like everything it was like well until the end all right yeah i mean until the end when we got actual clips and you know that was nice yeah yeah at least i think we need to be one yeah we need to be clear that when we're saying they were talking about a contractor yeah so yeah. it's not necessarily yeah, it's not hbo, HBO. No. so and and you know but they still hired f- them and signed the no i know but some of the comments were making that they is the contractor so just so yeah. our listeners who may not be aware it's a contractor that made the comment it's not right. hbo that made the comment and yeah. i mean i've always wondered you know i mean and you know there's my thing with the posters i always just wonder like what the process is for how the key art gets created or how you know, it's like, what did what is HBO or what do D and D or what what does anybody give these people as a brief to get them to these um, solutions and executions and stuff like that? Because, I mean, I certainly with with the site thing, I'm guessing, like I said, that I feel like they wanted to capitalize on the the three eyed crow thing from last year because you know they were doing this before any new key art was created. I feel like you know, the the lazy dragon and Tyrion, I feel like we we're going to end up with a dragon no matter what because it had to be the tie-in book cover for a dancing dragon. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there's things where it's like, okay, I see how they got there, but it still just feels... Ultimately, everything this feel, this year feels lazy. I mean, yeah, it's just not get very personal. character posters this year. Yeah. And, I mean, in last year, the character posters were super lazy because half of them were, like, stills from season one. And it was like... Really? You know? Yeah, but I liked them better than those half-blue face ones. I really didn't like them. But you know what? At least the half-blue faces was a new photo shoot that they did, and they at least made an effort. And they were everywhere. I haven't, I mean, I've seen, like, one poster in the subway this year. Like, that's it. I I saw the one, where were we? When we went to, uh, when we went to go buy fabric. That one poster. Yeah. And they're, I mean. They're, they are all over the city. You're just not seeing them. I you don't see them because they're, they're misty gray. and gray yeah. and it blends in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe we should anything. move on. We move yeah, on. we'll move on. But yeah, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> that's my diatribe. I'm no, it's now. okay. No, so, you know, basically, we're the marketing's just weird this year. So we don't know what it'll mean for future years. Hopefully they'll find so, a new place or go back to camp. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually, I would be shocked if they went back to the same company, if only because there were, people really didn't like that comment. That well, I mean, they're using made. them for the compendium, too. Well, they already had that, though. They can't drop out of that relationship. And the Compendium yeah. is also a shit show. It's a it, terrible That website, website doesn't make any damn sense. It doesn't. It I doesn't look up all. food, and I get I get cosplay for uh, White Walker. And I'm like, really? <laughs> are they edible well, the, now? The, tag, the tags are really strange on that website, and you can't choose your own tags, and it's very odd. And I hate that you have to just keep scrolling through everything, and it's very annoying. Yeah, but don't use just them to, anymore. To end this, to end this section, we love campfire. We love Steve Coulson. We love food trucks. Bring us back. <laughs> bring us the food yeah. trucks, yeah. please. Just bring us the food truck. It's really we are fire cakes. and lunch. This just is why we're us. fire and lunch. We yeah. like the food trucks. Just feed us. That, I mean, we're going to the beer, the the beer thing on Friday. Like that, that makes me happy. I and also about <laughs> Bran, who's not in the season. <laughs> Yeah, true. That is true. true. But I don't care because I can eat it. Is it going to be free? 
oh probably not but who cares no the beer there's... no no but no. there's a there's a rock paper scissors tournament you guys <laughs> come on now oh my god are you practicing I've been in a rock paper scissors tournament before. All right, well I better wear my in carpal Cincinnati. my carpal tunnel braces so my hands are in good shape for Friday. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we have the episode titles for the first seven episodes, and I was just wondering if there are any that actually that you know stood out to any of you that you're that seem intriguing or exciting. I know I have mine, but <laughs> kill the boy. <laughs> Oh, Jenny, how did you know? <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. So, yes, I'm very excited for that one. And if Jano Slint does not lose his head in that episode, I'm going to be so annoyed. That's why I wish it was called Fetch Me the Block, so that I knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah, very true. That would make me feel even better, but that's I'm, I'm pretty sad. That's a weird title for an episode. Fetch Me, Fetch a, me block? a Block? No, the summary is going to be Ed Fetches a Block. <laughs> <laughs> No, the weirdest summary is the one that they go in King's Landing. Queen Queen Marjorie enjoys her new husband, and I'm like, ew, it's Tommen. That's well, the creepiest description of anything real... I've ever fucking read. Is that a real? That one's real. Yes, that yes. One's real. That's the that's in the High Sparrow episode. I'm actually kind of waiting for the High Sparrow episode just just to see um, how they go about. Uh, I think there's going to be a dichotomy between the religious stuff that's happening in King's Landing and the religious stuff that's happening with Arya. Uh, so I don't know. I think that that's going to be interesting to see how they set up the the seven the seven star pointed star, whatever the crap it's called. <laughs> oh my god! What are they called, you guys? Uh, the stars and swords, the no. warrior sons, and the poor fellows. No. I think you do mean the seven-pointed star, maybe. <laughs> are you talking about the, the faith militant, yeah, or are you just, talking about... Just the West, just the faith, whatever they do, whatever they do. The faith. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. It's called a name. Okay. There's no things. Oh, sh- screw you guys. Okay. Well, aside from Kill the Boy, I'm also excited for Unbound, Unbent, and Broken, just because I love that they made that an episode title. Yeah. I wish that, it was that, called that, Vengeance, that Justice, really Fire, and Blood. Yeah, oh, Jenny, that would have been amazing. But. Yeah, but that's not that obviously did not happen. No, but I'm, I'll take Unbound, Unbound, and Broken. I guess, but it would be better if it was Vengeance, Justice, Fire, and Blood. Let it go. And I'm intrigued about episode seven being called The Gift, just because I'll. I, the only thing I can think of is that it's referring to when John let the free folk in, and I'm just amazed that they would actually give that an episode title, like related. Yeah, to I, me too. It probably has like double but. meaning or triple meaning. Yeah, it's a metaphor. Yeah, I'm sure. Ar- I'm sure Arya will end up having to. to oh give. yeah, right. Yeah, and give the gift of of death. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So, which episode do we think the nipples on useless as nipples on a breastplate uh, quote will be uttered? Do we think it will be unbowed, unbent, unbroken? I think it will be. Episode two, you think? See, it was uh, to me. It's between seven or two and six, so I don't know. It might. I, I, I'm. I'm wondering, but I, I know it's well, going to be sad. I'm good. I'm willing to. Two. Bet I feel like we get to, you know, Cersei is fearing for her daughter's safety, and then we're talking about 
Ilaria Sands seeking revenge for Oberyn's death, Ugh. so that's where you're gonna get your pan <laughs> over pan to Cersei them. saying Eustace's nipples on a breastplate, and then it pans to them, and they have nipples on a breastplate. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait. I'm so angry about these nipples Speaking on the breastplate. Speaking of which, do I have to add nipples to the breastplate <laughs> on the pop toy that I'm doing? No! <laughs> yes. No oh and no! Uh, back to the episode title. So the gift. Let's go back to the gift for a second. Okay. Are they really going to do a whole episode where he's just negotiating with people about whether or not the wildlings can settle the gift? That sounds boring. I don't think that'd be the whole episode, obviously. I mean, it's with the show, the titles don't always mean it's the like the predominant aspect of the episode. Like even if you think about the minutes. title, it, yeah. this is the last, yeah, the last ten minutes. It's so not... in the last five minutes, John will let the wildlings through the wall. But the but the first fifty minutes will John be hemming and hawing about letting them through the wall? No, we won't see him for the first <laughs> fifty minutes. We will just see him opening the gate, and the wild things will be passing through the wall, <laughs> handing weirwood branches to Melisandre to put in the fire. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it was the whole episode, but <laughs> Megan me. just wants to hear Jon Snow speak to Stannis <laughs> and Melisandre and Davos for an entire episode. And Shireen. And, and, well, we yeah, and Tormund. To Shireen, yeah. And Tormund, you know. Yay, Tormund. Yeah. So that's a good segue into the first area we're going to cover. Because one of the things that I thought was interesting that the show has revealed and i'm actually really surprised that they've been so open about this is that they're going to hard home like so let's talk about the night's watch storyline because i'm actually really surprised that they've kind of spilled the beans on this they've shown a lot of footage of it in the trailers and in the day in the life they even talk about the hard home set in the day in the life so what does this mean for john's storyline because obviously in the books he doesn't go to hard home it means he's getting stabbed there yeah i'm pretty sure well, we do know Hard Home happens at the end of the season, too. Which Spoiler means he's alert. getting stabbed there. Yeah. There That's unfortunate. I'd rather he stabbed in House of Black. What do you care as long as the dog is there? <laughs> She's more concerned about location. It's like location, location, location. Because it's the idea of like, because the, it's just interesting how they're going to, I'm just wondering how they're going to do the stabbing because the motivation is fake Arya and she's not there. We don't know, so I, it's hard to speculate when we don't know the trajectory of the well, season Well, all he for needs him. to do is decide that he's going to use the Night's Watch to march on Winterfell. It doesn't ha- It could be for any reason. But wouldn't he have to be with the Night's Watch if he's already at hard home? You know what I mean? You it, do it wonder how he gets the news. Because his motivation, he says, is that he's marching on the wall, and that's why I'm going to meet him there before he comes to us, and it doesn't work if he's not at the wall so i'm just wondering how they're going to to do that storyline i don't think they're going to do it that way at all i've seen people theorize that it will be mutiny at hard home because he's going to say that they need to stick around to still get the the free folk out but the night's watch is going to be like no let's fucking leave like just leave them did you guys see that and picture? so they're going to get mad at him megan did any of you guys see the picture that was tweeted out by a site that i we no longer mention of like john <laughs> fighting a white no, it was no, I didn't there's an image it. of him like in the snow. It's probably hard home of him fighting a white with a missing eye, kind of like the pop toy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Rachel so, will love it. <laughs> there was like a, that was like something that was like an image or a screen cap. I don't know if it was from a trailer or not. So the, he obviously probably meets whites there, and um, yeah. I guess we'll mention the Kate interview later. But like he does mention, 
he doesn't spoil it, but he kind of implies that he is going to meet like either an other or a white this season. Yeah, I was just going to say that he, I just watched that interview where he said that. So he kind of gives it away, too. I don't know. You know, I'm, kinda, but... I'm thinking about this and it actually really bothers me if he is if it's a mutiny thing based on whether or not they should stay and help, because the whole point of of that of that of mutiny murder is because he see he has seemingly you know broken his broken vows. his vows yeah well i mean yes but it does tie into his whole argument with them of if we don't save them they're going to have a larger army of the dead coming at us later but wouldn't yeah. you do it before you marched on Hardhome, like killed him yeah, to prevent it? Because you're already committing troops to it. It doesn't make sense that you're going to kill him like after you've already marched all the troops there. It makes sense to stop him, you know, this plan in its infancy before he moves forward it with depends it. On, it depends on the politics that are happening when they get there. Right. Which is yeah. why, yeah, so well, we don't know and yet. They might know offer from him the... a truce that he doesn't want to accept. That's true. And we know from the day in the life that they said that the hard home set has a long haul room that a lot of action or scenes are going to take place in. So there is a structure that there will be scenes in and those probably wouldn't be action scenes. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of talking. Oh. Is it possible <laughs> that maybe Stannis makes him go there? I doubt Stannis would care. Yes, but I'm saying no, this is going to be, it's going to be whatever it's going to be. It's not going to follow the book at this point. So No, but I still don't think Stannis would care. Unless Melisandre tells him to. Exactly. Well, and I don't think Stannis is going to be there. Stannis is going to march on Winterfell. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. So, but I, I know we'll get to this when we do our Jon Snow debate at some point, but I think <laughs> it's debatable and arguable that they were going to, even if he was going to go to Hardhome, they were still going to stab him because there's enough, I think, hinting in the book that, because Ghost didn't trust them, that yeah. even before he made the Arya decision to say that, oh, I'm going to go to Winterfell, there was something going on. Always listen to your dire wolf. Basically. Who's not so, in the another show. Thing, so. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to mention was the hard home scenes are also going to include a sequence that took 17 days to film, which is ridiculous. And yeah. they're not even talking like the whole hard home stuff. They're talking just a sequence within a bunch of scenes. I'm yeah, thinking that was nice when, when he said that. Yeah. I'm really curious what that... I, I, clearly a battle scene that took forever yeah <laughs> but you just not wonder even... why it took so long well yeah and well yeah why it took so long because if you think of like a battle scene yeah that could take in total 17 days but they're talking like just one little sequence. part of like a scene or sequence I, I think that's weird do you think it's a sequence where he's fighting a lot of cgi things and that like took longer to do all the staging or they hired Probably. some things to do the scene <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or it has, oh, okay. like, a weird angle to it, or maybe there's a lot of fire involved. Or maybe huh. it's his stabbing scene, and they just wanted to ruin <laughs> Kit's life in just 17 days, <laughs> and he's getting repeatedly stabbed over like and the last over 20, and over the last, the last 20 minutes of the episode is just slow motion stabbing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's what and it that is. And <laughs> that would be the third time the show has used slow motion, right? <laughs> Second time with John. Second time with John. At least, at least then the viewers of the television show will experience it the way that we experienced it in those in that one paragraph where it's like your whole life, five hours. Yes, Rachel. 
I want some hair bouncing on the way down on his shoulders. <laughs> Jess has her priorities, location and hair, hair. flow. <laughs> Can we talk about Rachel's theory that uh, John's going to turn into Magor the Cruel? <laughs> likes Magor the Cruel well, so much. I was just like, okay, this could just be George planting an, an area where a sorceress has brought someone back from the dead, basically, right? Oh, like, but you have to look and see what happens afterwards, and he goes crazy. So, so yes, John is going to be dead for 30 days, and then Melisandre will come by and do something. And he'll ride and off on, on He'll ride ghosts. off on a dragon. No, he's gonna ride off on ghosts back. There's no dragons up there by him. Well, you know, the ice dragon. Yeah, ice dragon. Maybe nettles will show up. (laughs) With Sheep Stealer. (laughs) Or Ricky will show up on Cannibal. There you go. That would be amazing. So can we, we, before we, like, you know, finish up here, can we talk about what the crap Rhiannon and Potter are doing? Well, I was doing their bro buddy movie. I was going to give a shout out to that. The fact they, uh, Jess and I are very excited that they cast an actress that she and I fan casted as Val, even though she's not playing Val. Oh, she's playing but wildling. It still counts. Sorry. It's still extremely memory. exciting. Yeah. She's a wildling chieftainess concerned with the future of her people. So I'm like, that's close enough for that's me. That's close enough to Val. Yeah. All the gifts yeah. of, you know, it's going to be Val. Now we have. She won't be named Val. She'll, she'll have some no. stupid name that no one understands. Yeah. Yeah, well, they already said it's not going to be that. So we can go on to Brianna or Pod, and then we'll just have to get back to Sansa. Well, well, well sure the reason I brought Brian it up is because Pod I are... feel like they might be connected with Sansa because of the snow. The snow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's odd. It does seem like they're going north, and yeah. it looks like Sansa's north because it looks like she's in Winterfell in some of the footage we've seen, and then... In the EW article, they say that Ramsey has a new plaything, which is disturbing. Which is disturbing. Which is disturbing. Going from but Joffrey to, to Ramsey. Yeah. No. But I, ju- <laughs> no, <laughs> I just watched an interview wrong. with Sophie where she said Sansa is taking charge of her life and she's not the timid person anymore, and that she is going to stand up for herself. So I'm like, so if she is replacing fake Arya. Is she talking back to Ramsey? Like, what is well, going on? Megan, you and I were speculating a few weeks ago that perhaps, like, her and Littlefinger are working together for her to infiltrate Winterfell on their behalf. Like, she's not yeah. the victim here. She's playing the game, and she's almost manipulating Ramsey to get, like, get her way. Because yeah, I would, would be not like, that. and I said this to Megan, if she played, like, the victim again, I don't think they're going to go there because A, would be repetitive, and B, would be, like, taking two steps backwards as far as her characterization. That's true. So I just I can't yeah. see her I can't see her going to Winterfell as Sansa though. Because all they would have to do is rape her and force her to marry him and he would have Winterfell. Like he'd have the title. So if she goes as Elaine, who is right. supposedly his niece, which doesn't make sense because he has no siblings. <laughs> just put that out there. Um But then she could maybe like, be who is she supposed to be? She could be there to negotiate with him on behalf. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like her showing up and be like, I have no army and no one to protect me, but I'm Sansa Stark. That's not going to end well. I think, no, she could She could still do that. Like, kind of like Marjorie with, you know, uh, 
Joffrey. Do you know what I mean? Like, Joffrey never, like, touched Marjorie. If you play the game right. Because there were people around. That yeah, but we don't know if there's going to be, like, we don't know if they're going to have some, like, Veil soldiers or other Winterfell, like, soldiers. Well, all, who... There are Veil soldiers because there's a scene of them all riding into the Winterfell court. And also, there are people from mm-hmm. Winterfell who know Sansa. The people of the North know her. You know, they Ramsey's. Yeah, well, not everybody's dead. There's people who bent the knee to, you know, Bolton. He's not going to, like, let Ramsey abuse Sansa because you know that'd be counterproductive and he'd get the, it would piss off the northerners so you know yeah if they follow true to the books in the books of course the northern lords love Ned and they love the Starks and they would never let like Sansa get hurt in that way or at least knowingly I think but and just because we haven't heard about a northern lord being cast it doesn't mean they don't exist so they could be in the Winterfell storyline I want Lyman Manderley. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Never all gonna happen. Happen. I know. But, on a but stick. Sansa might make her own pies. Who knows? I hope so. They'd I be lemony. I can live with that. Know. As long as there is pie. What if she doesn't? What if she just makes lemon cakes instead of pies? <laughs> now you I just, mean, that could now happen. You just made me sad. Just be like Frey cakes. Yeah, Frey, Frey, lemony Frey cakes. Don't, just, don't, except the phrase don't, don't exist on the show anymore. Uh, so it's just be it's like never gonna happen. They're never gonna make a good guy kill people and cook them into a pie. They're never gonna. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Oh man, I need to make like, a one. At, really at, at, like, at best, it'll be some weird shit that Ramsey does that you're supposed to be like horrified by, and that'll piss me off because I'll be like, no, that's not his thing to do. So wait, <laughs> you're, you're gonna make a Wyman uh, pop toy? What are you gonna use Baymax as a base? Oh my god. <laughs> or little or Ariel. I'm sure there's an Ariel. <laughs> I'll make Burial. Burial. I like Burial. We'll see anyway. you again soon. Anyway. anyway. Do you think Santa's gonna have scenes with um with Theon? I Probably. Sure so. I hope so. Ooh, that would be intriguing. I, I hope she's mean. Maybe she'll be Lady Dustin in the crypts with Theon. <laughs> that I am really curious how they're going to do his storyline because I really love the Theon storyline from A Dance with Dragons well I'm going to assume that maybe Peter gets killed and then Theon has to save Sansa and get her the hell out you think they're going to kill Littlefinger this soon I don't know I just they say that people are going to die that don't die in the books yet yeah but his accent hasn't evolved all yet so it could be Littlefinger Littlefinger. I, I, I don't want it to be Brienne I don't and... want it to be Brienne, and I don't want it to be Jamie. Jamie has to die later. No, Jamie's gonna get his head chopped off. By I'm also Arya's scared for Jorah. And... Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to get roasted by a dragon. Someone's got to. It'll be Justine. Yeah. He's not gonna be there y- yet. We mean this season. There are going to be lots of people dying this season. I think. There's always and not just be lots John. of people dying. In but this I mean, season. if 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 you guys are right and. Sansa does show up with a posse and that's what's keeping her safe from Ramsay then they have to remove that in order to give Theon the opportunity to save her right yeah yes but they can do that without killing him they can imprison him maybe but I think it would be better if they killed him what they both they can both escape to the wall yeah and I hope there's like scenes of like you know corresponding between the Night's Watch and like Sansa that'd be nice 
Oh. This is just my my fan well, my, write, my fan fiction right here that I hope she writes a letter like John I'm in Winterfell and it like yeah. never gets to him it's like delivered as he's being stabbed it's just like, <laughs> let me read this letter to you stab Sansa writes stab dear dear half brother no no come on no. dear he, bastard brother dear bastard half brother she's um, over that. I just realized that they don't mention Sansa in any of the descriptions that have been released so far. So maybe it is. I mean, maybe it's just too spoilery. Who knows? I think, yeah, because if they say, oh, she's in Winterfell, that's a spoiler. Like, what? Well, they yeah. showed it in the trailer. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe I, just, I guess so. I'm sorry. I just feel like keeping her in the veil is super, super boring. Yeah. I mean, they said that everybody's converging together. Like that's like the theme of this this season because Stannis and John, you know, Danny and Tyrion, you know, Winterfell, Peeps and Sansa again. I mean, I'm excited to see people interact that we don't get to see interact in the books. I think it could be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's the spirit, Kenny. <laughs> Yay, I'm being optimistic. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> so one thing that I think Jenny and I both thought was interesting that Dan and Dave admitted to is that Dorn was almost or could have been cut completely, but they figured out a way to work it into the story. Yeah, like they really wanted to be able to work it into the story, but they weren't sure how. Do you know what that means though when you're sitting when you're translating that to future books? That means that the Dorn is irrelevant. Dorn is irrelevant. That everyone's going to die, that they're going to go to war, they're gonna be killed they're all gonna be killed somehow in a way that makes them completely irrelevant. Well, okay, Basically. this is this is my thing that I've been saying all along. Dark it's like Star. they start. Well, yeah, we need Dark Star. <laughs> um, but the, like they remove like one piece, and then it all starts to unravel. And you know, like they take out Quentin because he his story, you know, what? ends up being they nothing. Or they Quentin. took out Fagon yeah. and. Some and, and everything starts to fall apart, and they're like, "How do we keep this in?" And I, I can understand that if they're trying to remove, like, whole chunks of storyline because they're not going to end up being as relevant as maybe we'd like them to be. I know, but then it like it always comes down to this for me. They've taken away all the red herrings, like anything that could like throw you off. Yeah, on but what it's, this is well, doing. it's television. They they have. I mean. Yeah, they have to simplify. But they keep okay, so... focusing on on Danny, and that's the thing. Well, and like, so to me, it feels well, like they're getting rid of all the red herrings, and they keep focusing on. I don't Danny. know if I don't know and if I'm Fagon that and that's Griff a red red herring. I don't because, know if well, Fagon and Griff are a red herring. I think they are a major, a major hurdle for Danny. I think I feel like maybe what could happen as far as the book storyline goes is I feel like Quentin's death turns Dorne against Danny, and yeah. sends them towards Fagon. Yeah. And then the Fagon stuff, like, gets them all killed. So there's, like, there's no Dorne to, like, save Danny, And that was, like, yeah. her one saving grace. So it's going to shake up the, you know, the possibilities of who's going right. to be for but her that's, against her. But that what, that's what makes what Danny's doing in Essos relevant. Because if it was always about her just fucking leaving Essos and getting to Westeros and having people rally to her, then why is she there? If she's there and becoming queen and having people believe in her and having people willing to cross the narrow sea and fight for her, that makes all of the shit that she's been doing relevant. Right. So I think it's interesting that, you know, if she comes back and, you know, unknowingly she's like screwed over Dorne and she doesn't have them anymore and now she has to figure out what to do. I mean, that, that makes all of that relevant. It just, it's a lot of stuff that, 
like they don't really need for the show yeah. because it's not as compelling to have you know to watch Quentin go die. Yeah, there's no secret Cylon in Game of Thrones, right? There's <laughs> no one's playing Plus, along the watchtower in the background. Yeah, we're not we're Plus. not gonna have any of those moments where like a character pops up and you're like, everything I thought was a lie. You know, that's it's not gonna happen. Plus, yeah. if they had Fagon and they had him cross the narrow sea in like an episode, people would get really upset that Danny wasn't doing it too. Get on the boat. You mean like we got upset reading exactly. the books? Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and I think it's important. Up relationships. Meanwhile, Gendry yeah. is still rowing. Well, that's because I mean I love Gendry, but I mean at the moment he's not relevant to what's going on so no. they because just they have got, to have him see, see off somewhere. And that was another red herring because they got rid of Edric Storm. Yeah, Edric. but they have to make things I mean, they only have 10 hours a season. I mean, they can't include everything. And I kind of understand that they're going towards an end game, which I assume is the War for the Dawn. And if you're not super relevant for that, your storyline's just going to start getting really cut a lot. I think that they kept but... Dorne in because Oberyn was so popular. I think if Oberyn, well, yeah, sure. that's the main. If, if Oberyn was not as popular of a character as he was last season, Dorne would have been entirely cut. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. there's a good chance of it. Yeah. So we just have to figure out how are they going to kill all these people in the next season <laughs> and a half. <laughs> or you just come and make them all s'mores <laughs> instead of just Quentin. yeah. They all get grayscale. <laughs> or you Who's just don't go back them? to them if the story becomes if they resolve the storyline because it's with Jamie now apparently so if that finishes then why do you even need to go back to Dorne you don't really unless something major happens I guess we'll I have to wait and see yeah terrifying but, yeah We're so we alluded talk. to this earlier but I was going to bring up the Loras and the trial of the faith stuff I just don't Is know what's me? happening in that trailer because there's the scene of like Marjorie and Tommen and Cersei like sitting in that room and then Oliver seemingly is like sitting in a chair across from them and then all of a sudden Loris just like lunges across lunges the room across and the like room. leaps at him and I'm like what is happening? I just don't I know. I think he's testifying against oh, okay so the High Sparrow is going to come in and suddenly have power right and he's a he's a quack. Right. So yeah. suddenly, the, suddenly they're He's Helen Reed. Why do you think he's a quack? Well I don't think he's Helen Reed in the show. <laughs> I know. Um, You know, like he's, you know, so he's conservative, right? So suddenly Cersei is going to do anything she can to isolate Marjorie and get rid of all of her, her support in King's Landing. And part of that is going to be getting rid of Loras because he's not on the Kingsguard. So she can do that. And I think it's going to, unfortunately, I think it's going to have to do with him being gay. That's what I hate. Yeah. That's so obnoxious because you've got last season, you had Oberyn swaggering around, not giving a shit, and nobody arrested him. But apparently, the exactly. apparently the clincher is probably going to be that the High Sparrow is now in power, and well, you know that's the only like, reason Olivar could be there. I mean, there's, like, what other purpose would he have? Yeah, unless he's yeah, just yeah. lying and saying he slept with Marjorie. I mean, that's oh, true too. And maybe he's defending his sister. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I really I mean, just want, I want that arrest to happen where, like, Cersei is just in jail, and she's like, I don't even care, because at least Marjorie's in jail, too, but she's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the books, accusations are made against Marjorie, so they need someone to do it in the show, right. if, I mean, if they follow it. Because, I mean, Loras be. knows for sure that he's not telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> They're like, no, we slept together, not you and her. 
Damn it, why has this always happened to me? <laughs> why Aww. are all the pretty boys mean? I, I would love that much more than it suddenly just being like a weird a weirdly topical choice for Game of Thrones to like decide to make a stand, you know, to decide to have an opinion about gay marriage or, you know, like who, like, yeah. who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> so well, it would be watch- weird for it to come now because the show has been four seasons with no one. I mean, people make comments about him being gay, but no one really cares. Right. Homophobic yeah, I mean, comments. Homophobic comics. Yeah. yeah are, but suck, they don't, but yeah. yeah, no one does anything about it. Yeah, well, I mean, Joffrey made some not so great comments, yeah. but you know, <laughs> Cons- consider the source. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna say, Jess? Oh, I was gonna say we're talking about Marjorie and Cersei. They had to keep the line, "You, you vile, scheming, evil bitch." And <laughs> Marjorie says to Cersei, probably one of the best lines in, in a feast for crows. So I hope they keep some version of that in the show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. I love their Which scenes. Is a, yeah, I mean, that's really good. So that's a good segue into um, talking about any scenes or locations or actors or characters that people are looking forward to that we haven't already discussed. We didn't discuss Danny and the Dragon Pit. I try not to discuss Danny. <laughs> I was going to say because But I this don't... should be really good, actually. <laughs> Come on, this is like, you know, another one of her big moments. Yeah, man. Rest in yeah. peace, strong There's Bellwas. no strong Bellwas. <laughs> There's no locusts. There better be locusts. I, I just hope the CGI locusts. is good. I, I just the... hope there's somebody in the background eating poison locusts and just like falling over. <laughs> that would be amazing. So did anyone want to talk about anything else they were looking forward to that we didn't already mention? I, yeah, we were going to talk about the pit, but I'm just sad about Strong Bellwas. I just, you That's know. That's it. Can we a moment <laughs> of silence for Strong Bellwas? Yeah. But I, I'm actually wondering, though, if instead of giving Danny the bloody flux, the flux, the pale mare, the, <laughs> that they'll just actually poison her. With locusts. Uh, yeah. That would be easier. Since that would be good. Since there's no one there to eat them for her. <laughs> and it... it it would actually pacify me a lot because I'd be like, that's right. That's what Strong Bellwas is for. <laughs> At the no, end of the episode, it will say, in loving memory of Strong Bellwas. <laughs> it's going to be really gonna amusing. that pop toy too, Jenny. It's going to be amusing because people are going to think Danny dies in episode nine. It's going to be a cliffhanger. It's like, oh, could she's safe. And then John dies in episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody you thought was important in this story, goodbye. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, I, I, I really just the wanted hero to make you guys brand. feel violated. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. So do you think they're going to go the whole route of Arya as a skin changer and the blinding of her? Are they going to do that? I think so, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so, but again, I, I don't... I, doing, you know, blindness on television is harder. I think it can totally be done. Uh, but with the cat, was they do because they, you know, she sees through the cat, so they can do that with, like, they do that with the dire wolves, and it works out fine. No one's a warg. Skin changer. John in has this to case. be. John has to be a what? warg because he has to live. <laughs> Can we talk about that gif that I? I don't even know what it's from. Where he, where Kit is like, yeah, if I could be anything, I'd want to be a warg. I'd want to be in a wolf inside and a wolf. Him, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you want to be inside a wolf. And I was, I just found that gift and I was like, what? He also wants to name his dragon Craig. 
<laughs> I think that's a good name. That's so random. Here's that my dragon, so Craig. <laughs> it's kind of like I name everything Bill. Like, you know, this is my dragon, Bill. <laughs> John, this is Craig, one syllable names only. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Craig Snow. Craig Snow. Craig Snow. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh since God. Katie's not here, I just want to, on behalf of both of us, because I'm actually really excited for this as well, reiterate how excited we are for Doran and that Alexander's playing him. Yes, that's exciting. So that's super exciting. Yeah. And I think Jonathan Price is awesome. So I'm just excited for the new I cast I was members. really excited when Good. they cast him. So, yeah, I'm, that's going to be really cool. Are we not yeah. going to talk about our excitement over awkward scenes between John and Melisandre? I was going to bring that up last, Jenny, okay. because <laughs> oh, that is last. super exciting, and I cannot wait for any awkward interaction between them. I can't wait to do stop motion with that. That'll be fun. <laughs> Does she get naked? Oh, At what point will she get naked? I can't will she do that naked? with pop toys. When she takes a bath, that's what it well, yeah, you can because you can take the You could take the guy from, uh, from uh, True Blood. He's he shirtless. That doesn't help for her. I want the scene where can I touch your wolf? Come <laughs> on. Oh my god. We can do that. Oh lord. Oh god. Okay. Copious bath scenes for John and Melisandre. Yeah. If that happens, I'll be on the next monkey filled boat out of here, you guys. I want ang- I want jealous and angry Stannis grinding his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one other thing I'm excited for is the return of Jack and Hagar. He's coming back. I meant to mention that earlier. Because yeah. um, we were talking, we think he's going to replace the kindly man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would make sense. Which totally yeah, makes sense. that's a good idea. But it's kind of like we've been waiting for Jockin to come back in the books for so long. And finally, the show's going to do something that we want. And Sue really wants the bath scene. <laughs> Well, now they can do it because she's older. It's okay. It's not as creepy. There we go. There we go. Okay. So has everyone let out all their emotions and thoughts? I kept the rage to a minimum. I noticed. I was optimistic. Remember that? It'll never happen again. We we didn't talk about it. Now we have it it recorded for for posterity. I mean, there's some things I'm holding off for when it's the show that we know for sure are happening that I'll talk about when the episode recap, I think. I just can't yeah. wait for them to release the titles of all the episodes. I would like episode 10 to be called For the Watch. Yeah, me too. So should we close out with our toast to John? <laughs> to John Snow. I'm John very excited Snow. for his storyline this season. To John, to John Snow. To John. John Snow. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 And so he broke that sacred oath that Lord of the crossing and now the pie crusts cover his skin and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his skin. Revenge it tastes so sweet. Isn't that what we do? (laughs) If we're not snarky, we're not us.